Welcome to episode 38. Number 38. Of Around the Outside, an IndyCar podcast. In this episode, we predict all 33 finishing positions for this year's Indianapolis 500. All 33. And I challenge you to go out and do it yourself. Because if you were like us last week and predicted the full starting grid... Take that about times 10, yeah. because this is very difficult stuff. This is pretty uh, pretty hard stuff, but... A lot of fun to do. To start the show off, we recap uh, qualifying and our weekend out to track. And then we move into our predictions, and then we wrap it up with some betting talk. Um, talk a little bit of odds and you know how much money you can win and how much money I've already spent. <laughs> right. So... Um, Hope you enjoy this. We really enjoy doing this uh, yeah. each year that we do it. Uh, it's really fun. It's really challenging. Uh, and it can really make you rack your brain. So here it is. The annual Field of 33 finishing order prediction for the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. A lot of fun doing it. Can't wait to be out at the track. Stay tuned. <laughs> and here we go with the uh, probably my most anticipated episode of the year. It uh, is an anticipated episode for sure. Um, episode 38 of Around the Outside with your host Chris and Ryan. Once again, uh, this is our Indianapolis 500 full field of 33 finishing results predictions show yep just like last week where we predicted the entire um starting grid we will predict the entire finishing order this week yeah and if you thought picking quals was hard yeah this is a lot tougher that really from about 10th spot down you're just putting in names wherever yeah for um, the most part and hoping that you get a couple of them right, and then coming up with, because you know how the the, the five hundred goes. You're gonna have you're gonna have some guys that start up front that finish in the back. Yeah, they and have issues. Right, or you're gonna have crash out. right. You're gonna have some guys and or gal that start in the back. Yep. and finish up mid pack or top ten. Yeah, for sure. I mean that's just that's just the way the race flows. Yeah. Um, for the most part, mm-hmm. um, a race never goes who f- starts first, finishes first, starts second, finishes, and so on down the line. It just yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work happen like, like that. that. So, um, recapping the weekend, we were super accurate on our predictions. Right. Um, first of all, it was great being out at the track. Oh yeah, it was awesome being out there. Um, being out there amongst all of the non-mask wearing people. Correct. Uh, it was quite spectacular. Um, and then I see this reporter from Channel 8 puts a story I out. I like, saw that. You know, I'm like, you know, of all the good things that are happening here, and here you are, you're trying to just to stir shit. Um, d- shut the hell up. Uh, just leave it alone. Yeah, and the uh, race is happening with fans, right. no matter what. If now, you don't so. like the, if you don't like it, then tell your uh, your news anchor, whoever your boss is, to not put you out there uh, and do a story from the track. Just just don't go. Um, but anyways, it was a great weekend. It was a hot weekend. Yeah, we, I mean, we, like, we struggled on uh, Sunday. Like like al- like almost heat stroke struggled on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Like like, and I'm not even joking about no, that. Like. He, like I had to get up and get. We sat in in the the penthouse up there. Yep, in turn one. In turn one. So and early in the morning. And holy cow! Through the through noon, um, that sun is just beating down on you. And Saturday wasn't too bad because it stayed pretty overcasty for the most part. Right. There were a lot. There was a lot of cloud cover, so it was somewhat cool. But Sunday, man, there was some cloud in the morning, but they went away, and it Ooh. was just beating down. I had, at one point, I looked at you, and I was like, I got to get out of the sun. And we went up to the top up there. It was pretty shaded. Had it was nice shaded. It had a nice breeze. But I felt like I was going to pass out, like yeah. literally. It wasn't I mean, good. It was not good. But um, two great days. I, 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 think they, I think they need to tweak this whole 
Fast Nine shootout, Last Rose shootout um, thing. Uh, maybe not the Fast Nine shootout because I do like the fact that everybody gets one shot. Yeah, I think. But the the Last Rose shootout, and it was very confusing sitting in the stands because nobody really knew what was going on because nobody really talked about it. But, um, you know, the fact of that you couldn't even, if you came in, you couldn't even touch the car. You couldn't even touch your car except for like air pressure and yeah. wing angle or something. Yeah. I don't know. That I didn't like. And I think I didn't mind the time limit where they could have multiple runs because that, to me, that's how bump day should be. Although I didn't mind the one run aspect of it. But I think this year with just the number of cars we had, you know, with the five cars and they were obviously there were two cars that were just not on the pace. So the other three cars really had nothing to worry about. They just had to go out there and make a run. Well, and then like with the way they're talking about now, uh, I mean, there was a long, there was a stretch in there where nobody ran at all because the cars are so similar and there's not a lot of things that the teams can do. Mm -hmm. Um, That the heat cycle, these engines has become evidently super important right. um and so that you saw that all weekend cars would go out and do a mock qualifying run um and then they would especially on fast friday when yeah they'd there. stay out on track and run a cool down lap or two yeah i mean it's just i don't know so i i like the, i like it but i think they could tweak it a little bit to figure some figure some other stuff out right but, so for for our overall prediction show for calls um one of us got one person in the exact spot that they're starting, and that was me. With Scott Dixon predicting on Scott Dixon on pole. Now we both predicted the two correct people to get bumped, right? Um, which was R.C. Enerson and Charlie Kimball. Correct. And having said that, oh, um, now change of heart. No, it's not a change of heart. Because <laughs> listen. When we talk about Charlie, or really I, but we talk about Charlie Kimball. Or we talk about anyone in a negative light. Right. And we call him a moving chicane, or we talk, you know, whatever the case may be. We're talking about the race car driver. Okay. Well, I'm not talking about Charlie Kimball, the human being. Because, and you kind of called me out on it, but, um, you know, in my past job, before mm-hmm. I had this job yeah. that I was in for 25 years, you know, I didn't have the kind of job that really allowed me to be Mr. Softy. Correct. Right. However, on the inside, I'll cry at the drop of a dime. Like I watch, <laughs> I, I remember we would watch all the time, uh, um, home uh, or what is it? Uh, home ed- makeover, home edition or whatever. <laughs> I cry. I cry every episode. So when Charlie Kimball, busted out the um the cars are the heart of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway but the fans are the soul that was a pretty powerful line man i tell you what it was man. i got a little water, water watery eye too, I, yeah it bit. was tears in my eye and, you i was know, like man i almost get tears in my eyes right now thinking about it um but charlie kimball as a human being is awesome is is a good dude, mm-hmm. and um, how he handled that whole situation, um, first class. And uh, I honestly think it'll pay off for him down the road. I think you know, I think his sponsors will stick with him. Yeah, for sure. I think he'll be for back. Sure. Um, I still don't know if I wanted to make the race um, just because he'd get in somebody's way. But from a human being standpoint, whew. It's it's hard to beat somebody like Charlie Kimball. Yeah, it is. So for sure. um, that was a that was a emotional moment, and we have those every year. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, so we got one right out of sixty six picks. Yeah, we got one right. I told you, everybody out there, I told you it was hard. It is quite difficult. And uh, now we got some of the fast nine guys right. Yeah, and I actually had Alex Pillow. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at my sheet, and what what's it say right there? You had him in six. I had him in six, crossed him out, and put Takuma there, and put uh, Alex Pillow in ninth. That so worked out for you. I had Pillow in six, which is where he's starting. Yeah. Uh, but I flipped it. So, um, 
But anyways, uh, that's over. Qualifying's over. And now we move on to the greatest day of the year. Yeah. Uh, coming up here in a few days. Coming up here on Sunday. Um, weather still looks pretty good. Weather looks fantastic. Must be pretty race. cool. Um, Low seventies. Friday looks a little iffy for Carb Day. Yeah, but they we were just reading earlier. They're talking about they're looking at no matter what, getting at least an hour session in. Um, whether that's because I'm pretty sure they're supposed to rain during the time that cars are supposed to be on track, so they're probably looking at a a late afternoon, um, evening hour at the least hour session to get those guys a little bit a little bit more track time. And if it's a complete washout on Friday, I'm assuming they're going to bring them back on Saturday. Yeah, but they would run Saturday. Um, Even so, I bet if they ran Saturday, it'd be for an hour. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know uh, Main Street in Speedway. Uh, we saw a sign it's walking from back. like two to ten. Yeah, two to ten. I think there's a car show going on, and there's some it's bands. More, yeah, some live music. Uh, live music. So I'm basically hoping, just replacing what Carb Day should be. Yeah, I'm really hoping that the weather kind of moves out before all of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, for but sure. there's a lot of stuff going going on on Main Street. Yeah, um, well, and, there's a lot of stuff going on in the state in general. Yeah, so get out and support those businesses, man. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they make a lot of their money off the month of May. And, yeah. you know, with our dumbass mayor uh, limiting us, I know you're shaking your head, um, but, uh, you know, to 140,000 people or 40%, whatever, it's those businesses need our our support. I I read another article in the Star about um, in the Star. Somebody put out about the Star about it being negative. I saw, I saw that. You know, and I don't know because I don't read the Star. But one of the articles, one of the things that they, the headlines they talked about was hotel uh, bookings down for the five hundred. Well, no shit. <laughs> right. uh, when, when you only allow forty percent. Right, then that stuff's going to naturally yeah. go down. So, That's just kind of business. I don't know. So, But everybody get out there. Uh, get the main street. Businesses. Support those businesses. Go guys. to some little races that's going to be going on. A little 500 up in Anderson. Up in Anderson. And then Friday night, there's Friday a, night, there's the Lucas Oil. They'll, have, they'll have some of the... the um, Road to Road Indies to there. Indy. Yeah, the Mazdas and will be there. And then uh, USAC Sprints yeah, and Midgets. USAC, yeah. Um, they always race there. That's that. That'd be a hell of a night uh, yeah. to go to. So, so hopefully the that's, weather. That's I think that's Friday night. That's I believe Friday yeah. night. And yeah. then Saturday night you have the little five hundred, and I'm sure there's going to be a dirt race going on somewhere. Oh, the, you know that. You know that. So, um, but anyways, we will be right back with the beginning of our prediction show for every spot one through thirty three. I'm confident, and we'll predict. Uh, exactly where everybody's I will do finish. better than qualifying. We'll be right back. And here we go, predicting the entire field of 33 cars at the Indianapolis 500 at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. <laughs> you talk so slow, man. You gotta build like and intention. You gotta build tension, like Tom Carney. And That's a good thing. He's on it. That's a wonderful thing. All right, man. Who's gonna start? We're gonna start from thirty third. I think you we start from thirty third. Yeah, I think you started for the qual, so I think I'll start. All right. So, what 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 are we gonna do here? One, two. We'll go. We'll go three, three at a time. We'll go. Let's do five at a time. Okay. Let's do five All at right. a time. That's fine. Three at a time. Take us a minute. Okay. So, uh, so we're gonna start start last. Yeah, work your way, way up. If you got a little explanations as to why, or maybe it's just because, go ahead. And yeah, get for it. sure. All right, go ahead. So starting in the thirty-third position. Yep. First out of the race. Yep. Involved in a crash. Uh-oh. The number twenty-two Chevy oh. Menards machine <laughs> of Simon Pagano. Alrighty. Um, starting thirty-second. Uh, just because he's a wild guy, and I think he's seen thirty second. Oh yeah, my bad. I yeah. apologize. Uh, see, now you got me talking too fast. Here. <laughs> um, finishing thirty second because he is a wild man, yeah. and I think he might crash out. I have Felix Rosenquist. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. 
Finishing 31st. Another guy crashing out of the race for me. High attrition in this race. There is a high, yeah. James Hinchcliffe. James Hinchcliffe, okay. Uh, finishing 30th, Stefan Wilson. Okay. And finishing 29th, Max Chilton. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. All right, so for mine, finishing 33rd, Max Chilton. Is he wrecking out? First or just out. Slow? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm thinking everybody gets through turn one. I agree. I don't know. I have a feeling. We'll see. Start. Uh, I said it too. Finishing 32nd, yeah. Ed Jones. Oof. Ed Jones finishing 32nd. That's not 32nd. a good day for Ed Jones. Finishing 31st just because he doesn't do this very often and he's running for Foyt. He's a J.R. Hildebrand. Okay. Finishing 30th, another Foyt car, Dalton Kellett. So that's about right where he starts. Starts, finishes 30th. And finishing 29th, Marco Andretti. Wow. Marco Andretti. All right. Finishes 29th. So I have a mistake on mine. So you start your next five. Okay. And I got to figure out who I got to plug in because I have someone. You did this last I, year. I have someone <laughs> twice you on did, here. You did so the same thing last bear year. Bear with me as I listen to your Okay, stuff. so finishing 28th. And I figure out who I got to put in here. Finishing 28th. Okay. Um, hasn't really impressed me all month uh-huh. in any session. James Hinscliffe. Okay. Finishing 27th for much of the same reasons that you got him down here towards the end of the field. Uh-huh. That he is like a wild child. And uh, that would be Felix Rosenquist. Finishing 26th is actually your fastest rookie in the field. Oh, no way. However, um, not real, not real oh, convinced. Wait, yeah. Of, not yeah, Not real convinced about his... Uh, 500 debut. That is none other than Pietro Fittipaldi. Finishing 25th. 25th. Moving up in the field. Um, from 33rd. Oh. Is Simona de Silvestro. Where do you have her? 25th. Now, okay. I had her higher. Yeah. And then I moved her back down. I think I had her originally. I'll tell you where I had her. I had her 15th. Okay. Wow. That was moving up half the field. Yeah. She's a badass race car driver. That she is. And she's in a Penske car, and they have looked good in race trim. Now, I'm going to tell you why. The only reason that I got her finishing 25th is because of her pit crew. Oh, dude, that's terrible. Now, I say that. That's horrible. Listen now. Everybody's out there going to be going, ugh. Just cause they're women? No, not at all. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're women. It has to do with the fact that they've never done a pit stop. The right front tire changer is is, is a guy. Yep. They haven't done a pit stop this year. Mm-hmm. A hot pit stop. The refueler is a guy. Yep. But your left front, both rear tire changers, uh-huh. and then um. The tear-off person, those are the females. There's four. She's got four women going Correct. over the wall. Now, I've watched the video of them training at 4.30 in the morning. They showed that a lot on the on the broadcast over the weekend. Right. I came home and watched it. And Townsend Bell's like, man, look at these. And I'm telling you right now, whoever the chick is that's on the left front yeah. in those training videos... I hope she was the one that was picked to go over the wall for the race on the left front because that chick is badass. Like, I think even Townsend Bell was, like, timing her, and it was, like, four seconds. Right. From, like, tire off, pick new tire up on, in four seconds. Pretty impressive. That's pretty damn impressive, okay? Now, here's why I want them to do good in the race. Because, you know, NBC is going to show them on a hot pit stop. <laughs> you, 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 just, you know it's coming. They probably know that NBC... They're going to be on live TV. ...is going to be showing them during a hot pit stop. Across the world. Across the world to millions of people. And they're, they're are enough 
assholes in this world who, if they jack this up, are going to say, see, see, women can't do that. Women can't. There's enough assholes in the world that are going to say that. Right. Which is a completely BS statement. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times over the course of the years have we seen these crew guys screw up? A lot. Happens right. all the time. Right. Because mistakes happen. It's just part of it. Right. Right. Um, so it's got nothing to do with them being women. I think it's awesome that she's got four of them going over the wall. Right. That's Yeah, it's really cool. That's beast mode. Um, and from what I've watched them do, they're pretty damn good. Yeah, they're pretty solid. I just I hope that they knock it out of the park on, on Sunday. Okay. Because there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on them. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if NBC shows them multiple times. Yeah, for sure. I so, can see it happening. And as long as Simona stays in the race, you know, they're going to be doing this six, seven, maybe eight times. So, right. good luck, number one. Good luck to that entire team um, coming this Sunday. Yeah, from, for sure. From Beth Peretta to Simona to all the crew members, not just the female crew members, to all the crew members. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of female crew members that are on that team that they just don't happen to be going over the wall. Right. The majority of that team is female. Uh-huh. So there's there's going to be a lot of them on the, on the pit stand. There's going to be a lot of them behind the wall. Um, I want them to do really, really good. Yeah, for sure. So, um... That's why I had them up in in fifteenth, but I think you know twenty fifth, thirty third to twenty fifth, not bad. Uh, my fifth one on this one, uh, finishing twenty fourth. This is you, you're probably gonna be like what? But I think I think he has some issues, mechanical maybe, mm-hmm. and his bad luck just continues. Okay. Is Jack Harvey. Okay. I want to see Jack Harvey finish close yeah, to the top. Yeah, for sure. So but what we'll you, do is I'll just... You got to plug these I'll run 10 off them. here so we get caught back up. Okay. Okay. Getting the order that we started. Okay. So, you're, so you're, you're I'm going, on 28. Okay, you're going to 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, finishing 28, I have Dalton Kelly. Mm-hmm. Just Foyt car, not a good day for him. Um, 27th is Ed Jones. Okay. We kind got of, it. Kind of the same reason as you. We got a lot of the same ones down. Oh, yeah, just, just, okay. just wait. It gets better. Okay. Um, starting 26th. Finishing. I keep saying starting. I apologize, people. <laughs> uh, finishing 26th, yeah. J.R. Hildebrand. Okay, yeah. I'd say that's a solid day for J.R. Solid, yeah. Finishing 25th. Yeah. Simona De Silvestro. We got that the same. I'm put a check mark with it. Um, okay. Basically the same reasons as you. Yeah. Um, I'd like them to finish higher, but I like you said, I think 33rd to 25th would be a solid day for that crew. Correct. Um, 24th for me, I have Sage Karam moving okay. up the field. He's typically pretty solid at Indy. Yep. Um, so now my next five, finishing 23rd. Mm-hmm. Same reason you have him. I just have him one position, a position in front with Jack Harvey. Wow. Um, great minds think alike. I, I guess that's all we can. I love it. Uh, finishing twenty second, Pietro Fittipaldi, starting towards the front, but like I mean, he's just a rookie. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, so we'll see with him. I'm going to nineteen. We said. Yeah. Okay. Finishing twenty first, I have. With a pretty solid day moving up, Sebastian Bourdais. Okay. Um, in 20th, I have Santino Ferrucci. All right. And in, tw- or in 19th, I have Ryan Hunter Ray dropping out of the top nine. Wow. Maybe, okay. so, you know, he's, you know, that Not anvil yet. may strike again. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. All right. So, finishing 23rd for me is Stefan Wilson. Okay. Finishing 22nd, Sage Karam. Not too far off for me. Not too far off. And again, from 31st to 22nd. Pretty good day. Now, I'm hoping a lot of this ends up being wrong because with the cooler temperatures, 
Um, I just read a thing where they, they think it's going to be like 64 degrees at the drop of the green flag. Yeah, it's going to be nice. So, um, and like 48 in the morning. So, yeah, so that uh, track's going to be nice and cool for those wear guys. Wear a sweatshirt. Um, finishing 21st, Sebastian Bourdais. So there's our That's two right there. There's our second one that we've got the same. Finishing 20th. Uh, really hasn't impressed me in anything this month, which is a shocker because I figured him and Craig Hampson would oh, yeah. would light the world on fire. But finishing 20th for me is JPM Juan Pablo Montoya. And finishing 19th, kind of the same reason that you've got um, Ryan Hunter Ray dropping. Yeah. I got Marcus Erickson. Okay. Dropping out of the fast nine. Um, maybe has a pit, pit stop mishap. Yeah, for sure. That, that, you know, misses a wheel or what, if something happens, drops him back in the, in the back of the pack. Um, so we'll see what happens. So, uh, finishing 19th for me, Marcus Erickson. Okay. Um, this is where it gets nice and interesting for me. Right. Um, finishing 18th, working his way up from the 32nd position, Slick Willie P, Willpower. Slick Willie P. Does what he can. Okay. Starting in the back. Yeah. Finishing 17th, a guy that's going to run up front all day long. Right. And then something's going to happen there at the end. I just sense it coming. Yep. Your pole sitter. Wow. Scott Dixon coming wow. in 17th. That's amazing. Something's going to go wrong. I feel it. Yep. Finishing 16th, I have Marco Andretti. That's okay. I'd say that's rep or. That's a respectful Respectable. Bet. That's what I'm looking for. Finishing 15th, dropping back a little bit, um, I have Alex Pillow. Okay. And finishing 14th. A guy who I think will have a pretty solid day. Unlike you said, I have JPM, Juan Pablo Montoya. He could, man. I mean, I hope. I, I, I mean, he's always a threat to win. Uh, he's always entertaining to listen to on the scanner. Him <laughs> and Simone have some history there. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, 18th. She's the one that ran into the back of him. Yeah. The year he won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Finished 18th, Alex Pillow. Well, not too far for me. Yeah. I mean, hell, Alex Pillow may win the race. But right. <laughs> I got him dropping down for whatever reason. Uh, finishing 17th is another guy just like you that I think is going to run up front a lot. Yeah. And then I think something's going to happen. He's either he's going to get caught out by a yellow He's going to have some kind of uh, mishap. He's going to bend his front wing, or he's got to, to come in. Something crazy is going to happen. But finishing 17th, I got Renus VK. Oh, poor Renus. Yeah. Finishing 16th, not a bad day for this guy, Santino Ferrucci. Okay. Finishing in 15th in his very first Indianapolis 500. Uh-huh. And bringing home Rookie of the Year honors, Scott McLaughlin. In 15th? In 15th okay. for Team Penske. Okay. And then finishing in 14th. Um, a little drop from where he started, but still a respect uh, a respectable day. Ryan hunter Ray. Okay, yeah, for sure. So. I like it. There you have 33 through 14 so far. Um, we'll take a quick break. And we're going to come back and we'll finish her up 13 to first. Here we go. And see how we're doing. Here we go. Here we go. The top 13 for the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. Finishing it up. Here we go. It's all right. All, here we go. It's all you. Okay. Going from 13th to 9th here. Can we, can we say here we go anymore? I know. <laughs> Bad habit, I guess. Here we go. <laughs> Starting or st- finishing. Finishing. Thirteenth. Uh, dropping a little bit, but I'd say a solid day for him. I have Marcus Erickson. 
Um, especially after crashing out of last year's race. Yeah. Starting, golly, dude, I keep saying starting. Finishing 12th. Mm-hmm. The second highest finishing Penske with Joseph Newgarden. Okay. And finishing 11th, the highest finishing Penske, bringing home Rookie of the Year, Scott McLaughlin. I hear silence after that. No, I think that's great. I, I hope you, you said 11th, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I hope he I hope he has an outstanding day. Finishing 10th, a guy who will, we always say, is always there at the end, but it just mm. didn't this year. I have Takuma Sato. Okay. And finishing 9th, having another solid 500, just doesn't have the car to do it, Ed Carpenter. All right, so finishing 13th for me. Arrow McLaren SP driver and winner at Texas Motor Speedway Pato Award. Okay. Finishing 13th. Finishing 12th uh, for much the same reasons. Um, haven't really seen a whole lot in traffic. Uh, Ed Carpenter. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me if Ed won. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So anybody in this top 13, it wouldn't surprise me if they won. Yeah. Finishing 11th, coming from deep in the field. As much as it pains me to say, I watched him, and the dude has had a bad, fast race car. Yeah, for sure. All week is Simon Paginot. Okay? Um, I just don't know if he can get all the way up with being able to pass. I don't know. We got to see how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. Finishing 10th. The guy who makes up the most amount of spots, starting dead last on the field, coming all the way through with an awesome drive to finish top 10, Slick Willie P. I would love to see it. Will Power. I would love to see it. And finishing ninth. I've been saying that my gut tells me that this guy's going to win. I've been saying that for months. And you don't have him winning. My gut still tells me that for some just for some reason I got this feeling that Graham Rahal is going to win the race. Okay. But for purposes of this, I got him coming home ninth. Okay. Um he's a little deep. Can they pass? Again, we're going to have to figure that all out. You know, can you pass when you're the ninth, tenth, eleventh car in that train? Right. We'll see. Um, my gut tells me he's going to win the race, but here I got him ninth. Should have gone with your gut. I know. Finishing eighth, one position up from you, Graham Rahal. <laughs> there you go. Finishing in seventh. I have Pato Award with a solid day. Solid day for Pato. Finishing sixth. Had a bad qualifying effort. He's got a really good race car underneath him. He'll have a top ten, top six finish. It is Connor Daly. Okay. Finishing sixth. Finishing fifth. His Ed Carpenter teammate with a solid day, even though he drops back a couple of spots, Renus BK. Right. And finishing fourth, in my opinion, the best driver at this track right now. Another year where it just doesn't go his way, sadly. <laughs> I would love to see him get his second. He's probably one of my favorite drivers, if not favorite driver right. right now in the series. It is Alexander Rossi finishing fourth. Another right. solid 500. Another solid 500. Well, he's racking them up. Finishing eighth for me, the guy who we always say is around the front, Takuma Sato. Okay. Finishing seventh for me is a guy that I believe if they can pass, and I think the weather's going to be in their favor. Yeah, for sure. I honestly think he can win the race because 
his car has been a rocket ship all week. And he has been able to pass whoever the hell he wants. Mm -hmm. Connor Daly. Our guy, Connor Daly. I got our two dudes finishing seventh and ninth. I have that's, I have sixth and eighth. I know. <laughs> I truly believe that if the weather allows them to be a little more racier and not be stuck in trains, I truly believe that Connor Daly and Graham Rahal are coming to the front. I agree. I but, think they both have really good cars. But we'll see. I I want. Connor Daly to win a race. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just, Especially 500. That would be quite no, amazing. Uh, the race. When I say the oh, I race. Oh, said a race. No, the race. I apologize. All right. Finishing sixth. Having a pretty good day from where he started. Top Penske finisher. Joseph Newgarden. Joe New. Finishing fifth. Another solid day. Starts fifth. Finishes fifth. Tony Kanan. Okay. Now I want to see if what he said on his radio is true. After he after qualif- after he qualified, holds true. He came on the radio after he crossed the start finish line and promised his crew that he would. Now I think at the time he thought he was going to start on the front row. I, I truly believe that. But he promised his team. That he would lead the first lap. We'll see. He said that on the radio. Yeah. So that'd we'll, be pretty uh, cool. That yeah. would be a Tony Kanon start. That would sure. be typical Tony Kanon. Yeah. Yeah. To just balls to the wall, pass for everybody. Sure. Um, wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Uh, and finishing fourth, just like you, <laughs> Alexander Rossi. Solid day. Another solid day. Um, but another oh so close. I'm very um, interested to hear your podium because we have two of the same guys in there, I know for a fact. And um, Alexander Rossi could win this race. Uh, very easily. Easily. Yes. My podium for the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. Finishing third, losing a spot, I have Colton Herta. Mm. Finishing second. Mm-hmm. Losing in a battle of the old guard mm. in the 48 American Legion machine, mm. Tony Kanan, and winning. This is second. The Indy 500, mm-hmm. being the fourth member of the four time winner club, Elio Castro Neves. He just when I when we watched them practice on that Sunday night after they had the two hour session, you know all week we've talked about Connor having a really good car and Simon has a really good car if he can stay in the race, mm-hmm. um, but man Elio, he's another one that just has a fantastic race car. Mm-hmm. He uh, he I just, I couldn't believe it. He would go to the front of the line, run up there for a little bit. Drop back, mm-hmm. probably eighth in line, mm-hmm. and then about ten to twelve laps later, the dude's back up in at least the top three, mm-hmm. and and then a lap or two after that, he's back in the lead. So he just, you know, I think he kind of got lucky this year that he wasn't with Penske. Yeah, that's no doubt. Um, and he could, and he actually qualified really well. Yeah, and. I think Honda might be the engine to have. We'll see what they look like in race trim on race day and mm-hmm. even carb day. But I just think he's got the car to do it. And I think if he's going to do it any year, I think this is going to be his best chance left in his career. So mm-hmm. I see him pulling it off. All right. So here's my podium. Finishing finishing in third um, with a solid day. And again, I mean, any of the. It's so hard to do this because you're like there's legitimately man, probably twenty guys that can win this race. How do I how do or I say gals. this guy doesn't win? I mean, the smart money is on this guy <laughs> to win the race. Okay. I mean that's just, I mean I know who you're going right, with. Right, it's Scott Dixon. Okay. That's the smart money. It is it. 
but it's it, it's Scott Dixon and Indy. Right. Besides 08, there's always something that goes wrong. We said the same thing right. last year. Although I think I predicted Elio last year as well to win, but Scott Dixon was starting up front. Probably had the best race car by far, and he caught the caught the yellow on him, and they're they're going back and forth, swapping the lead, and the yellow comes out. Yeah, that's typical Scott Dixon luck at Indy. So finishing second, um, and he's gonna have. I mean, he's just good, dude. Um, oh, are we. He's just good. Um, yeah. Colton Herta. Okay. Brings it home second. And finishing first. We're going to watch him climb the fence. And he's going to join the four time winner club. Yes. Elio Castro Neves. Now, let me tell you why. I would. I have not. I would. At no time during the week. Same would, here. Honestly. Would I have? Would I have picked Elio to win this race? Same here. However, watching that practice, really, it was an eye opener. After qualifications, Elio Castro Neves, by far. <laughs> And I mean, it wasn't even close. I mean, by far, yeah. had the best car Yep. out of anybody. It really wasn't even close in that session. Now, it's going to be a lot cooler. So it's not going to be the same track conditions. And maybe, maybe you got a car that is set up really well to run into heat on a slick track. Uh-huh. In, as, as opposed to a cooler track. I don't know. But if I'm basing this off what I saw, um, Elio's got, Elio's got the, whew, like, uh, Elio's got the car to beat. Yeah, for sure. I would agree. So, um, and it would be cool. I have been at the track. And been at the race and watched all three members of the four-time winner club win their fourth. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now, I didn't, I wasn't there when AJ uh, won his first three. I wasn't around. Right. Um, I wasn't around when Al Unser Sr. won his first two. Mm-hmm. I saw AJ win his fourth. I saw Al win his third and fourth, and I saw Mears win all four of his. Right. So it'll be pretty cool to be able to say that I've been at the track when all four won their fourth. Well, and for sure, you know, and this is, I've been wanting this to happen ever since 09. Because growing up, besides you getting me into racing, you know, every, when you first get into it, you always have your first favorite driver, and you're going to stick with that driver through it the rest of his career. Right. And for me, that was always Elio. Mm-hmm. Elio was always, always by far my favorite driver um, ever since I've been going to the race since 06, and I've been going to the track even before then. Um, he was just always my dude. You know, kind of like you with Rick Mears, Elio is my version of Rick Mears for you. Right. And, uh, you know, such a fan favorite and probably just my favorite driver of all time, and that probably won't ever change. So it'd be really cool to see him. I watched him get his third in what was a really emotional win for him coming Mm -hmm. off of all the BS that was happening. And he's gone through some stuff. You know, he didn't want to retire, or he was kind of forced to retire full time and I'm hoping he's back full-time next year with Shank. Although, in actuality and reality, if he won this race this year, it really probably... It probably would be his last. Should right? be his... Yeah, it probably should be. Should be his third. Oh, I got you. And not his fourth, because well, if you really want to know the honest truth, well. Paul Tracy... <laughs> Paul Tracy should have probably won the 2002 I agree. 500. But 
It so, didn't play out like I that. I know, I know, and I um, love I love Elio. I love them both. So you know, so um, but you know, it, it'd just be really cool to see. All right, so there you have it. Thirty three all the way up to one. You got our predictions. Um, it's amazing how uh, we predict some things. Well, and even if close, we did, yeah, and, even if we didn't have the exact position, a lot of guys we were only a right. couple off. I think we got four in the same spot, and a lot of them around the same area. Yeah. So uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back, and we'll wrap this show up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you've been listening to Around the Outsides annual Indianapolis 500 finishing position prediction show gotta love it stay with us all right we're gonna wrap this up 105th running the greatest spectacle in racing finally get to be back at the actual track this year for the race so um you just listened to it we both got elio winning um now, if we go back and we go through this, here's who I think has a legit shot of winning yeah. this race. And I, I truly believe Elio can win. Colton Herta can win. Scott Dixon can win. Rossi, Kanan, Joseph, Connor Daly, Takuma, Graham Rahal, Ed Carpenter, Renus VK, Alex Pillow. Marcus Erickson. And that's it. That's it for you? Yeah. For me, I would personally throw in Pato Award. Oh, did I not say Pato? You did not say Okay, well, I, I, I include Pato. And I'm going to include Simon. If, Just because he, yeah, he's got a really good Again, hit. if he can, I mean, if if, if they can pass, man, that dude had a beast of a car all week too, yeah, man. Sure. I mean, that dude looked stout. So, um, but really, I mean, you could probably go 20 to 25 deep maybe, depending on yellows and how that falls. And um, you know somebody is going to try cuz typically it's a, typically it's a six stop race sometimes seven okay 6 to 7 somebody's going to try to do it on five and see if the yellows fall you've got to get enough yellow laps you know yep. to 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 get your fuel mileage um increase i mean so we'll see what happens um do we get through turn 1 cleanly that's always a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if uh, if they start the race like those Indy Lights guys started the race on the road course, you know, where that flagman didn't throw the green until they were... <laughs> right. right. I mean, that, that was, was every road that was Indy nuts, series. But, um, we'll see what happens. Um, I hope they all get through turn one. I hate to see anybody's month end. Just like that. Uh, on the first lap, the first yeah, corner. Yeah, that always sucks to see. Um Let's keep our fingers crossed that this that this weather forecast stays the same. Yeah, um, and it's even getting cooler and cooler day by day. Talking about some bets, you can bet on a lot of places, man, which is really promising. Uh, DraftKings points bet, I think. Uh, I would assume FanDuel probably FanDuel, has FanDuel has some stuff on there. Probably here. BetMGM has some stuff on there. I know the. Uh, the Bovado and some of the other online, not necessarily an app, but online guys, um, are, are, you know, have some stuff on there. Uh, I have made way too many bets. <laughs> I, I can see. Um, but I've only bet about like 125 bucks. Only. Right. Well, if the right guy wins, I'm going to be making some serious cash. Right. Yeah, you would. Yeah, so, you would. Um, I bet ten on Stefan Wilson. He would win me fifteen hundred. I bet five on Simona. She would win me fifteen hundred. Right. And then I got some top threes, top fives, top tens. I got some matchup bets, and then I got um, uh, one, two, three, four, five, a six driver parlay, uh, betting you know this driver versus this driver. Um, 
Right. So I got a lot of stuff in there, and uh, it's going to be interesting. It, it always makes it fun to watch. Uh, it adds a little bit more excitement to it. And who, what do you got there? Simona well, is plus 20,000. Yeah, so some odds on here that I would personally take. I like... Um, this is FanDuel. Yeah, this is deeper down. Um, lower or higher odds to win. I like the Elio bet. He's plus... Um, he's 42 to 1. Yeah. Um, Connor Daly is 50 to 1. And those are probably the long bets I like. Simona and Max Chilton and Dalton Kellett are all 200 to 1. Yep. Um, Dixon, basically 3 to 1. Colton, 7.5 to 1. Pato O'Ward, the third driver on here. Yep. 8, eight, eight to, to 1. one. That's kind of a shock. Yeah, it is. So you, you get some pretty good odds on these things, so... Go ahead and throw a couple down, or a couple down. Throw a couple yeah. bucks down on it. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So, well, that's going to do it. Can't wait. We got a couple days, and then um, it's race day. It's race day. We will be on vacation next week. Yep. So we will not drop an episode next week. Um, which is okay because IndyCar has a week off before they go to Detroit. They do? Yeah. That's different. Yeah. So, um, pull it up on your schedule real quick and make sure, but I thought I read that and heard that the other day. Huh. They haven't done that in forever. But, I do believe they have a, which is, the crews need that, man. They do, in fact, have a week off. Yeah. They'll be back at Detroit on June 12th and June 13th. So. Huh. So we will be back the following week to do our Indianapolis 500 recap show. Yes, we will. And preview Detroit. Um, if you're going to the race, have fun. Um, if you're listening to this and you're involved with a race team, Good luck and Godspeed. Yes, good luck to you all. Uh, we'll be rooting for all of you. So let's just have a nice, safe, clean race. And uh, we'll see who the track picks to be the winner. Of the 105th race. Yep. Super excited. Glad we're back. And uh, I'm ready to wake up on Sunday morning without barely getting any sleep from being so excited and walk to the track. As they used to say on the radio when they came on race morning, they would go, and now stay tuned for the greatest spectacle in racing. We'll see you. Deuces. Maybe. (laughs) There we go. Bye.